Welcome data enthusiasts. We are Zuma, the recruitment consultancy focused 100% on data tech professionals in the Berlin region. And this is our podcast, Data for Good, connecting you with all things data. And today helping us make that connection is Vladimir, Vladimir Lagutinsky. And Vladimir is head of BI at Formalskin. Formalskin in Berlin is the online medical care provider specific to, Berl uh, specific to Berlin and skin care. Vladimir. Um, so today's topic, I understand, and this will be really helpful for me, actually, being a data recruiter, but I think also for um, data professionals joining a new business and businesses wanting to start their first endeavors into data. So to, to some, the title of today's conversation is A Startup's First Investments into Data. Great. Great. Perhaps you can give us some context. Yeah. Why is this important to you and, and what can we gain from it? This topic is quite important because uh, in Berlin, there's lots of small startups and uh, in general, every, um, all startups are pretty data driven. And uh, right now, if you try to explore what options you have, there are a lot of uh, great tools, a lot of great people who uh, can build like everything for you and uh, build like truly data-driven uh, company but uh, on the other hand uh, like working uh, for startup or running startup it means always you have uh, pretty you have to uh, be pretty careful in terms of investment uh, and uh, in terms of right uh, choices for uh, for your data team especially for many businesses uh, there is no direct uh, revenue or direct uh, uh, direct impact impact from data. Basically, you can you you cannot sell data, and in that case, uh, you should be m even more careful <laughs> with uh, all your investments. There's also there's no instruction manual. There's no specific best practice to to building a data team, and given how fast the uh, data ecosystem is changing these days, is evolving these days. It's hard to find, let alone follow the, the best practices uh, for building a data team from scratch. And, and I think also for data leaders, as well as data professionals, the sky's the limit, but it's really overwhelming as well if they are to come in and, and to build something new. You know, lots of questions like, who do you hire first? What tools should you invest in? What KPIs should the team or contributor be focusing on? So hopefully we cover some of those areas today as well. Yeah, I'm um, excited. Cool. Okay, so let's start with right at the top. What question should a CEO or founder first ask before, before they make that investment? Uh, yeah, before before I uh, I'll answer this question, I also want to mention that everything that we are uh, will be talking about is based on my experience, based on my experience working for uh, startup companies, based on my experience working for uh, scale ups. Uh, so uh, yeah, and uh, the answer to this question, there is no right or wrong answer to uh, the, this question, but uh, in general, uh, the situation will be different. For for example, AI startups, if you like. <laughs> If you're like uh, uh, 
data is part of your business, you probably don't need to listen to me. <laughs> but uh, on the other hand, if you run some like more traditional uh, business, I don't know, e-commerce or something like that, probably, hopefully, uh, there will be some uh, some interesting uh, information for you uh, to think about. And in terms of questions, uh, founders of the business or uh, like a person who um, supposed to be responsible for data before uh, the first uh, data uh, person will be hired is uh, should from my uh, my perspective should answer like at least three question questions. Uh, first questions uh, first question is, is about uh, metrics like success metric. In general, you don't need to you don't need to go deep and try to build uh, metrics tree or uh, hierarchy or something like that. You need to choose a couple of metrics. Uh, that's uh, important for you, for your business, uh, and also that's uh, probably you committed to investors or uh, something like that. Something that you can uh, look at and and, uh, and uh, tell that okay, it's everything is good with my business. Everything is uh, every, everything is doing is doing great. Speaking about uh, metrics. Probably uh, you already have those metrics and some tools that you're already using. For example, if you're a commerce, uh, commerce business, probably uh, use Shopify or like, I don't know, you can also use Google Analytics or something like that. If you already have these metrics uh, in those tools, probably you don't need to do uh, in this moment uh, something extra. Probably there is a meaningful data for you to run your business. But if you see the some issues here uh it's basically the next question if you see it's, it's some some issues uh what are the issues maybe there are too much data for like your google sheet or excel to handle i don't know like you have uh tens of like or hundreds of thousands uh orders per uh per month and it's like excel excel sheet uh um, has like pretty pretty yeah pretty pretty bad time trying to yeah. trying to process uh, this data or maybe uh another uh issue data comes from different sources you know from google analytics from like uh, your uh crm system for from whatever uh uh sources uh and uh, in that case person who right now doing like this combination of data in excel or in google sheet probably this person also has a really hard time trying to like space uh, this person spends several hours per day to to kind of combine all this data in that case definitely there should be some uh some automation in terms of like, uh, make the life of this person easily and the last question that also uh, i think pretty important uh as i said in the beginning data in many cases is about investments and you should uh, roughly understand uh, the budget of uh, all this like uh, budget that you uh, can invest uh, in in hiring or in purchasing tools or something like that. But yeah, you definitely should have at least rough estimation of potential amount of money that you can invest. Yeah, those uh, three topics, I think it's uh, those three questions. I think it's good to start before you move any further. If you don't have any problems, probably probably you can stop here. If you have problems, and uh, you know that okay I, I i'm ready to invest this amount of money that you can move forward yeah well i i took from that it's 
that that's critical right having the funds and understanding how much it's going to cost to invest whether you're doing this with internal resources or you're investing in a, a service provider to implement mm -hmm. data practices for you so finance is one thing but i also took what you said about making sure that data is organized not just you know, reorganizing and getting off your Excel spreadsheet or your Google mm -hmm. Sheets, mm -hmm. but the whole data sources, understanding where the data is coming from and organizing that data and, and automating it so that whoever is managing it is able to do so effectively, practically and quickly so that they can manage other more complex tasks. Yes. Okay. What assessments should founders make about the data that they consume? Here, I think also we we should discuss a couple of topics. First, and uh, I think the most important one is to understand uh, what state uh, of the company um, you have right now. If your company is growing and you, your main focus is uh, user acquisition, probably the focus of your data team will be marketing. If you already have customer base and for you, the main uh, pain point is like customer retention, probably in that case, uh, you will spend less time, like your data team will, will spend less time on uh, marketing analytics and more, for example, uh, on retention analysis. Because when we move forward and we, we will be discuss like uh, people and skills uh, that uh, we, we, we need in the data team, uh, definitely we we should understand the state of the company. Another thing also really important uh, is trying to uh, trying to find uh, the people in the company with some of data skills, some of data data analytics skills. For example, they might be, I don't know, like uh, people who uh, worked uh, for marketing department and they also know like SQL they, are able to visualize uh, some, I don't know, graphs, some data. They are able to answer random questions about, you know, metrics behavior and something like that. It's I'm I'm right now I'm describing the situation in uh, in for, uh, formal skin. We we are lucky that we have uh, people with these skills in uh, in the business departments, and it's it's really really helpful to have uh, those people uh, with uh, that skill set in the company because in that case uh there there will be uh the main st stakeholders uh, stakeholders and the main consumers of uh everything that data team will produce and they uh, will uh really help in terms of uh i don't know capacity of future data team because they are able to get some insights from data by themselves and it's like really, uh, really, you're as a founder, you're really, really lucky to have those people's, those people mm. in the company. So, so it's a bit of a current state analysis on mm. the people resources in your organization. And an example you gave is of, and quite typically, marketing professionals who are doing a lot of mm -hmm. analysis, analyses as to sales, ROI on, on various different campaigns. What other areas of the business might have strong uh, data analytical awareness or, or even be consuming and using uh, data? I think uh, the next uh, 
at least two two other departments of the company to other teams uh, uh, definitely it's a um, product team because usually they they are not able to run a product and implement any new features that based on only gut feelings they need to they need to kind of uh, confirm the hypothesis somehow and in that case, usually uh, they uh, usually the initiative to implement some product analytics tools usually uh, comes from product teams, like I don't know, like Amplitude or Mixpanel or uh, other tools that's uh, usually product uh, people really uh, like to work with. Uh, another thing, uh, it's everything related to I know sales or like business development. They also, because uh, they kind of uh, uh, the foundation of they, uh, their work is kind of it's data, it's everything about sales, everything about customers. Uh, and uh, usually they are pretty professional uh, in terms of you know, Excel skills and uh, in some cases maybe like reporting uh, using some CRM tools and, and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely, it, it's it's not impossible to find uh, uh, people with data analytics skills in mm -hmm. those departments. Mm. So they'd be kind of key users or super users as well, I, I imagine. I, I think finance is another area that's yeah. going to be strong in. Yeah. Yeah, for finance, fi finance is also a great exa example, uh, especially uh, when your uh, like your future data team will be able to provide some data for finance because in many cases it's 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 not it's not possible because uh, the quality of data that in that comes from backends and quality of data that uh, kind of comes from invoices usually it's like different data quality but but in general uh, finance also should be like one of the stakeholders and uh, one of the power users of uh, data yeah i should imagine they have a focus on data accuracy and data governance given their position as well so they'd be uh, good people to to hold on hold to account for compliance and stuff yes um so Oh, okay. So my question was, uh, what assessments should founders make about the data they consume? And we've talked about what the company's state and focus is. And we've talked about um, finding people in the organization who relate to data, use data, and maybe do some analyses and reporting on a regular. Are there any other areas? I think the uh, the next uh, step that you can do it's a little bit uh, uh, it's kind of the next step after this assessment uh, and uh, there is a pretty pretty common topic buy versus build yeah it's uh, the question uh, when you uh, the question that you need to answer do you want to invest money in the tools because there are some tools in the market that perfectly fits your uh, uh, your requirements, your needs, or uh, there uh, there are no tools that can help you with uh, with your uh, kind of data tasks. And in that case, you have to you have to build uh, something internally. And in that case, definitely you need to hire someone. So uh, the based on my experience. 
from uh, if you if you see some tools in the market that's uh, good for your budget and good for your requirements, probably it's uh, it's better to just I don't know just buy tools and kind of outsource uh, everything related to maintenance, everything related uh, to uh, I don't know adding new features and or like building uh, uh, kind of foundation or based base uh it's better to outsource it uh to like uh, these third-party tools mm. but unfortunately it's uh not the case it's it's not always the case in many in many cases you have a pretty specific business model or pretty specific uh business processes and uh some like uh specific metrics that you want to you want to have in your uh, data environment data infrastructure in that case uh, there is uh, no other choice to to go for hiring and for building uh, uh, building the team and, and tools uh, but another another thing that I also wanted to mention uh, it's in terms of open source tools because uh, there are plenty of open source tools that in many cases uh, you can use for free the market uh and uh sometimes the default answer to this question should i buy pretty expensive tool or should i go for a uh, free open source tool in many cases in many cases to answer this question you also need to uh need to um, remember that uh there there is always cost of maintenance and always cost of uh installation or setup of this like uh, open source tools if you have people in the company who are able to do that, you're lucky. You can go for like free tools. And in that case, <laughs> in that case, everything should be fine. But uh, if there is a uh, like decision between buying third-party expensive tool or hiring people to install, uh, hiring mm. like a data engineer or uh, like DevOps engineer to install, to set up, to do all integration, in that case, probably you need to you need to compare your costing first option mm. and the second option in many cases might be uh, open source tools might be a little bit more expensive with salaries yeah. interesting that whole buy versus build topic mm -hmm. we could probably spend the whole other yes podcast conversation on because yes. it's it's a huge investment in itself um, I would have thought that um, even the open source tools these days are fairly plug and play. Should I disregard that? And you know, founders, business owners should be more mindful that some of these um, open source products they take a lot to set up and a lot to maintain. Uh, it's a really good question. Uh, probably the answer. Uh... In, in this like open source uh, environment, uh, there are some solid tools that uh, have been uh, have, have been with us like for years. And in that case, uh, they are pretty um, kind of pretty robust uh, products with pretty big community. In that case, you can expect that uh, maybe like minimum uh, uh, minimum effort from your your future data team is needed to install it to do like first. Uh, just set up and um, then it should be it. In some cases, um, uh, those like old, uh, like well-built tools, they're not uh, for you. They're not, they're, uh, they're not able to cover all your needs. 
and, that, and and maybe you need to go a little bit more specific and uh, find some modern tools that uh, offer solution for all problems but probably they're not uh, really they're not really great in um, in solving your problems or probably there are some i don't know like some some issues with implementation of uh, something that's specific that, that is needed uh, in your company in, at formal skin uh, i think uh, before we uh, before we ended up with our current infrastructure uh, we had to change like we had to rebuild infrastructure several times because there was like better uh, product that offered uh, like exact solution for our problems but then we have some uh, some issues with uh, you know maintenance or we uh, we have uh, some like availability issues or data quality issues and in that case uh, we we were not able to solve, solve this problem uh, except the fact that we we can uh, we could, could switch to more kind of uh, well-built older tools so there's yeah there's a lot of evaluation that needs to be done there with respect to the um age and stability and complexity of products already out in the market so it seems to me that um going with older products that are tried and trusted if they serve the needs would be um the, the safest Yes. Uh, most pragmatic and practical way to go. I, I want to now move on to the idea of um, people resource. Mm -hmm. Data, ML, AI, we're moving in the, the direction of everything being automated, but it, it is, it's critical that we have data professionals in the team. And it's important for me being a, a data recruiter um, that, that I understand what's needed for businesses. So it's often said that businesses make the mistake of investing in all of the uh, the funky data science and analytics tools first when they should invest in the infrastructure first. So if we look at that, if a company first invests in a data engineer, what will that engineer do for a startup or a business first investing in, in data? Uh, before we before uh, I'll answer this question, uh, I I want to emphasize that uh, like couple of couple of questions ago, we uh, we discussed that uh, founder or like people who are responsible right now, uh, he or she needs to uh, figure out if uh, there are people with data analytics skills in the company. If you have uh, those people, uh, people you definitely can go uh, for data engineer because yeah, we already have data consumption part and you need data preparation part uh, to be covered. In mm -hmm. that case, data, data engineer is a perfect investment because uh, this person will be uh, able to kind of uh, build all pipeline pipelines infrastructure prepare data to be analyzed by uh, stakeholders or power users but uh, they might be cases uh, that there is there are no people with data analytics skills in the company in that case uh, going for data engineer maybe not the right choice you need to hire data analyst as a first person because uh, data, the result of data engineering is like data warehouse infrastructure, tables with data, 
but if there uh, there there are no people in the company who can consume it who can uh make this data available uh for making decisions business decisions in that case it's like data warehouse is useless there is the kind of default answer to the question uh should i hire data engineer or should i hire data analyst or data scientist the default answer to this question you should hire data engineer and he or she prepare like all infrastructure for you and you you will be happy um, using this data but yeah again there is like small nuance that you you have to make sure that there are people who can consume this data but besides beside of that, uh, if you talk about a role of data engineer in uh, startups or like in, in bigger companies, I don't think there's too much difference in terms of responsibilities. Probably there will be more focus uh, on infrastructure because obviously you don't have uh, data, uh, you don't have data platform team or you don't have like DevOps team something like that all like maintenance of infrastructure is like you're responsible as a data engineer uh another probably uh uh difference will be that uh working for startup you always have to uh think about uh one pretty simple idea our uh product like is changing all the time we have tons of hypotheses we have tons of uh, initiatives and in that case if you are trying to build uh, robust pipelines for that will be perfect for the next 10 years probably it's not the case i'm pretty sure your all your pipelines all your uh, brilliant data modeling will be deprecated in like next several months or maybe one year two years <laughs> or something like that in that case uh trying to do the best in terms of uh, data pipelines and data modeling, it's always great. But uh, if you try to compare how much time you need to spend on building perfect data infrastructure and data model, or uh, get some results to the business quickly, probably probably you should be more focused on like business results than uh, robust infrastructure. And data models, and also focusing on on business results keeps your eye on the evolution of your product. Yes, so it, it's kind of like the the default in terms of the way you approach data engineering. Mm -hmm. Also, maybe uh, another uh, thing to uh, to mention in case of uh, lack of data analytics skills in the company probably sometimes you as a data engineer will be uh reached out by uh business guys to hey can you do this like quick analysis for us usually it's not uh it's not the case for bigger company when like you have dedicated data analytics team or data engineering team but yeah it's definitely you as a data engineer uh startup data engineer should be prepared that sometimes uh you have to go uh further than just data engineering responsibilities jack of all not jack of all trades but wear, wear many hats keep an open mind to helping the business with areas of analysis or, or reporting because although you're maintaining setting up and you know upholding the integrity of the data infrastructure business stakeholders are going to be coming to you and, and asking yes. you know to put that into use 
if there's nobody already able to do it, like the marketing professional, the sales professional, the finance professional. Is there any other area of that? If a business is to invest in data engineer, what what are they going to be doing? Yeah, as I said, I don't think uh, there are too much difference uh, in terms of uh, uh, like skills of data engineer. Also, probably uh, probably data engineers with some specific uh, technologies, like I don't know, Spark or like Java data engineers or something like that. Probably it's also not the case for uh, for startup companies because usually there is no need uh, for uh, small startup companies to run pretty pretty big uh uh i don't know scalable infrastructure like spark you mean like java based environment yes 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 yeah i think i think uh yeah in case of startup the kind of the tool set uh mainly boils down to python sql something like that is a like yeah if they are to go in the other direction they invest in a data analyst first in fact, let's go back. I missed the question, didn't I? Mm-hmm. You highlighted that. The question should have been, do they invite, should a business invest in an engineer or an analyst first? I made an assumption based on, on what I, I, I have seen in the market. So looking at that question, uh, when should a business invest in a data analyst? Uh, if you uh, If you already have some data and you, or like... Uh, and you have some difficulties uh, with uh, like preparation data, cleaning data, or, or something like that. You already have some metrics and data sources. Uh, definitely, in that case, uh, you need you need to hire data um, data engineer. If you don't have like anything, uh, you need to you need to figure out your metrics. You need to you need to kind of figure out uh, definition of your revenue or like your active customer or something like that. And you don't have like any opportunity and sort of people to do this like basic metrics calculation. And uh, also, if you uh, if your questions, it's not about I need like revenue reporting every day, but also the question, oh, oh, I see like revenue drop like last week. What's happened? If there is something in the company who can explain me, based on data, hopefully based on data. If you have, uh, as a founder, uh, you have like too many questions like that, some some like uh, absence of basic metrics, basic data, and uh, you don't uh, you don't know how to how to do that, and you have tons of random questions in terms of metrics behavior, customer behavior, and something like that. In that case, uh, you need person who can uh, who can. Uh, get value from data you have. In that case, data analyst will be the better investment from my experience. Okay, good to know. And a data analyst not only brings that technical skill set in terms of how to understand and use data, but also the commercial mindset. They understand how a business operates. They understand how to interact commercially with various parts of the business. Now, we again, they are huge topics to cover. When to invest in an engineer, when to invest in an analyst. Mm -hmm. If we've got beyond those questions now, Mm -hmm. how about people and culture 
and education of the business. It's a brave new step that the business is taking in investing in, in uh, data for the first time. So the yeah. people in the business are, are critical. So what, what should be the considerations there? Yeah, but being small startup, uh, you always uh, you always have to remember that, uh, uh, like even if you are lucky and you have budget and everything everything is great, your data team will probably will be small. Probably it will be like just few of people. Uh, and on the other hand, uh, since your business model, your product uh, is involving, and there are a lot of uh, hypotheses. Uh, there always be some questions, some requests uh, to your data team. And in that case, uh, there is no way for data team to survive without uh, building kind of uh, skills and culture in the company in order to stakeholders are able to analyze, are able to do some analysis and get some, some insights from data by themselves. If like all requests uh, about uh, hey, I need yesterday's revenue. Will finally go goes to uh, data team. In that case, probably data team will always be like answering uh, these like small questions, and uh, there always be uh, uh, there always be people uh, like who ha who uh, have to wait for answers, and it it mm -hmm. will uh, kind of slow down your business, your growth. Mm -hmm. In that case, uh, it's like really crucial to for you as a founder to build this culture. Okay, we have our data team, like data analysts, data engineers. They did great job. They prepared some data. They created some like uh, basic reports, like main reports about our main KPIs. Uh, but if you need to go further. First of all, you have to you have to try to do analysis by uh, himself or like by, by yourself, and mm -hmm. data team should be uh, uh, should be uh, ready to help you in terms of I don't know building tools, giving access, uh, preparing sandboxes for you to run your query, or like uh, giving like buying licenses for your BI tool. To you know, to for for you to be able to create your own visualizations or change existing visualizations something something like that because uh, based on uh, experience the number of requests uh, will be always higher than capacity of BI team there is no way to solve this equation. But so th th that's something the number of requests is always higher than their ability to deliver it. But also a complaint of analysts quite often is that the request that they deliver to, that information is often not used. So it strikes me that there's a breakdown in communication or relationship there. So I, I'm really, I'm really curious to know how the business leaders should socially introduce this idea of a data team be, being strategic rather than ad hoc and um transactional to the business yeah this is this is a really good uh really good question uh, basically i think there they should be first of all there should be a strong support from uh top management from leadership leadership team that uh people in the company uh should gain the knowledge in terms of data analysis 
another important thing uh, to prevent this situation, like request answer, uh, it should be when stakeholders ask data team to, for example, create report. Good if you have like description what what reports or what metrics, what structure visualization you need. But it's better to have also explanation why, what business problems you go, uh, what business problems uh, are you going to solve using this report or this like ad hoc analysis. Because in that case, uh, data analysts can help you. I don't know, maybe with better solution than this report. Mm. Uh, another thing, uh, it's in terms of uh, capacity and priority of the task that also uh, should come from uh, from kind of leadership team, like from uh, from top management. It's always nice to give data teams opportunities, some some space to build uh, the tools, build like data sources, build uh, I don't know like tables for analysis, and also have time to. Uh, to teach people how to use data. In some cases, it may be like even writing some documentation, how to use it, run some uh, sessions. Okay, we have new data sources here. Uh, here uh, here's like the steps that you need to perform in order, in order to get some uh, some insights and, uh, and stuff like that. Usually uh, these topics, they are not important for uh, stakeholders for top management because there are like numbers of requests in the queue but uh yeah only you as a stakeholder as a top management top manager can kind of prioritize this sharing knowledge sharing skills sharing information about data uh only you can prioritize it and make it possible yeah what what should be the key takeaways here for business owners or business leaders or founders investing in <clears throat> excuse me in data for the first time i think uh as a summary i i i can uh i can give you like uh, maybe like three main uh main outcomes first of all uh try to keep it simple basically uh if you if you don't have like some known issues right now you, you have all metrics that you need Probably it's not like right time to start to start your data mm -hmm. journey. Uh, another thing, uh, like be realistic in terms of your expectations. Uh, data quality will not be perfect, like hundred percent perfect, because like your business is growing, uh, like product is changing, and everything like that. It's affected uh, uh, like all data infrastructure, pipeline, algorithms metrics definition and and so on and so forth there always uh will be some uh changes that um, data team need, need, need needs to do and uh and for it's like kind of piece of advice for uh founders and for people who are uh data professionals who are, um uh, who, who wants to work for, who want to work for for startup probably the one of the uh thing that I also want to uh, mention is that uh, don't try to build uh, build like pipelines or like reports or something uh, for like years <laughs> because all of them will be deprecated in the near future. Try to solve mm. business problem uh, problem quickly and uh, always uh, always think that 
maybe like spending another two months on kind of uh, building a perfect pipeline or like paying 1% more to cloud provider, probably the second option might be might be more efficient than than spending too much time on uh, and doing things perfectly. This is great. Keep it simple. Be realistic with your expectations. And I've put here, focus on the problem, the business problem, not the future pipeline. Of mm -hmm. course, build things that are going to be robust and stand the test of time, but build things that are built to help the business with real problems right now. Great. Vladimir, thanks so much for sharing all of this um, wisdom with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was really a pleasure to talking to you and sharing sharing the knowledge.